through transformation what is going on it's your host josiah novak author of diet suck owner of the true transformation.com and the host of the true transformation podcast today's episode is the ultimate podcast on motivation today i want to talk about getting motivated getting your brain in the right state of mind to go after the goals that you have, whether that's health and fitness, whether that's building your business, earning more money, being a better dad, being a better mom, wherever your motivation is lacking, this episode is going to outline my tips, my best tips that I give my clients on how to hack your brain to get more motivated. We're going to talk about some key things that tend to throw your motivation off, tend to give you a little bit of problem when it comes to keeping yourself mentally in the game. So before we jump in, just a quick reminder, I have a free guide for you. It's my blueprint on how to look good naked. If you don't already have a copy, make sure you go get one. Pretty soon we are gonna be swapping this bad boy out, so I don't want you to miss it. It is lookgoodnaked.co, lookgoodnaked.co. This is a 20 plus page guide on everything you need to know to set up your nutrition, your training, even your mindset to look your best, feel your best. I even give examples of client programs in there. So you can check that out and start getting your body, your mindset, the way you look, the way you feel squared away. Go check it out. Lookgoodnaked.co. All right. So we're going to jump into today's show. It is the ultimate podcast on motivation. Welcome to the True Transformation Podcast with your host, me, Josiah Novak. Welcome to the podcast. Here's my daddy, Josiah Novak. I want to be really clear with something before we jump into this topic of motivation. I've talked about motivation before, but I still think that there's an issue with a lot of you. And I know that this is something I've experienced before and I continue to experience from time to time. And I have to remind myself, just like I'm going to remind you right now that it is normal, 100% normal to not be motivated all the time. In fact, if you were motivated all the time, I would think you're some kind of cyborg or some kind of robot because to be fair, none of us feel motivated every day to do what we need to do, whether that's get to the gym, whether that's you know, write an article, whether that's do this podcast. I'm not motivated to do this podcast every single day or every single week. So how do we tap into motivation? How do we find motivation when we need it the most? How do we get past this feeling of not wanting to do something? Well, today we're going to talk more specifically about the health and fitness journey that a lot of us need to get on, right? That you might need to start because maybe you're overweight or maybe you're not feeling your best or maybe you have specific goals and you're just not getting there and you're just not motivated to do it and you're wondering what is wrong with you. How can you get more motivated? So first things first, understand that you're normal, okay? There's nobody out there, I've never met anyone, including highly successful people, multimillionaires, who are motivated every day. So how do they do it? How, what's the first step? Like, what can you do right now? What can you do right this second to get more motivated? 
Well, uh, here's here's my number one fast tip. Okay, this is just to kick things off. We're going to talk more in depth here as we go along, but this will kick things off and give you a result right away. The first step is to literally do something. Just take action. Okay, if you are trying to lose weight and you're just feeling unmotivated, you you want to sit on the couch, you'd rather just munch on Cheetos and do nothing. I get it because I've been there and I've been there and I, and I continue to be there sometimes. I don't want to get off the couch. I don't want to get out of bed. I totally get it. So you have to literally do something and that could be as simple as stepping outside and going for a walk because I tell you right now, you're not going to regret it and you're going to be proud of yourself because you did something when you didn't feel like doing it. And that is going to make you feel more motivated to get that feeling again. So action precedes motivation. Most people think it's the other way around. Most people think that there's some kind of magical potion that everybody's got access to that gives them motivation, then they take action, and then they feel great. And I'll tell you right now, it's the opposite. You have to take action first, and then you're going to feel more motivated to do more of that action. And that's when the results will really start to pile up. That's when you're going to start to go, wow, this is actually, this is incredible. Like I, I'm so glad I forced myself to get out of bed. I'm so glad I went to the gym that day. I'm so glad I went to the grocery store, bought healthy food instead of going to McDonald's. And I'll tell you right now, it's so easy to fall back into bad habits. But if we take an action towards the right direction, you'll see how fast you can get back on track. So first step, if you want more motivation is you got to take action. You got to take action. Now let's talk specifically about what typically throws people off in their health and fitness journey. I see this all the time. Okay. This is, I almost, I, I tell clients who sign up for our coaching programs that despite coming into a program with a mindset that this is a journey, this is going to be a long game, I'm, t- you know, I'm going to be patient, I'm just going to wait, things are going to happen when they happen. People want results yesterday. Okay, People want results right away. They want the microwave version of fitness. You know, They want to pop in a 30-second <laughs> microwave and get results right away with, with stomach fat, with more muscle, with losing body fat they want to see results. And specifically, a lot of people we work with want to lose weight and they want to see the scale come down. All right. They, they start a plan and they go, wow, I ate really good today. I should wake up tomorrow lighter. And sometimes that happens and sometimes it doesn't. <clears throat> and sometimes the scale doesn't move for a while or sometimes the scale goes up. And the scale becomes this bearer of bad news. And it's almost like a, a trigger for people to feel unmotivated because the scale didn't move. And so that this is one thing that I want to get crystal clear. Okay, The scale is not what you should bank your motivation on. You shouldn't go, okay, well, if I wake up and I'm lighter then I'm going to feel good and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to push. But if I wake up and that scale doesn't show a better number, 
well, I'm throwing in the towel. I'm quitting. I give up. This is BS. And you shouldn't allow the scale ever to dictate what you do. The scale is just a piece of the puzzle. There's a few other things that we need to get clear on. And you need to start understanding how to use the scale responsibly because the scale is going to give you certain feedback that when combined with other ways of tracking, you can start to decipher what the scale is telling you. You can start to figure out what's going on and never panic or never quit or never feel like, oh, I'm just not making progress and therefore I'm not motivated and oh, this is just, this sucks, right? Because trust me, I've been there, man. I've been there. And I continue to be there. Once again, I, you know, when I'm looking at goals and I go, okay, I want to, you know, lose five pounds or I want to lose 10 pounds or whatever. And I, I'm perfect for a week and the scale doesn't move, man, that, that is, that could be frustrating. So how do we, how do we deal with the scale? Let me give you a quick crash course. Okay. The scale, number one, you should never look at the scale day to day and put a lot of weight in the day-to-day fluctuations of the scale or non-fluctuations, right? If it doesn't move because day-to-day our bodies do so much that it's like you, you just can't put a lot of weight on your weigh-in on one day. We need to start looking at averages, okay? And, and specifically, I like to look at a 14-day average when it comes to the scale, now, I know other coaches talk about this, but you know anybody who says, oh, you, know, you should pay attention to the day-to-day fluctuations of the scale is totally off because there's so much that impacts your weight from day-to-day. Hell, the temperature outside or the temperature overnight can dictate what your body does in regards to water retention and, and fluid loss and all this stuff, right? So don't put a lot of weight figuratively and and literally don't put a lot of weight on the scale on a day-to-day weigh-in okay here's my suggestion take your weight if you do want to you know i'm not saying don't use the scale but take your weight record it and then every 14 days average out those weigh-ins and then compare it to the next 14 days and what we're looking for is a trend Okay, a trend in the right direction or whatever direction you're trying to go, whether that's gaining weight, losing weight, maintaining weight, nothing, no wrong or right answer here, right? It's just whatever your goal is, if the scale is maintaining, gaining, losing every 14 days, then you're good, right? Because if your average for these next two weeks is let's say 200 pounds and then the two weeks after that, it's 198. Well, then you know you're heading in the right direction. Despite having maybe some heavier weigh-ins sometimes, the scale not moving some days, overall you're trending in the right direction. Don't allow a scale to dictate whether you're motivated or not. That's a man-made object, okay? I mean, think about if you didn't have a scale. What would you do? Like, how would you track your progress? Which leads me to my next point is we got to start paying attention to more reliable factors, like how you feel when you wake up in the morning. That's a great one. I know when I eat healthy, I wake up the next day feeling awesome. And when I hit my calories that I need to hit or close to them, I wake up feeling just a little hungry, right? Like a healthy level of hunger. 
So pay attention to how you feel in the morning. Don't wake up feeling awesome, step on the scale. Don't see the number you want to see and then freak out and go, oh, I quit. I'm just not motivated today. Because that's just silly, man. That's crazy. And don't think just by eating perfect for a couple days that you are entitled to the scale moving in the right direction. Keep in mind that a transformation has to take into account how much time you've spent going in the wrong direction. I mean, here's a perfect analogy. Let's say you drove in your car without a navigational navigation system and you just started driving and you were hoping to get to your destination and four days later of driving someone told you hey man you've been driving in the wrong direction this entire time you got to go back in the opposite direction to get to where you want to go four days now four days is not that long but driving you could cover some serious ground right so what would you do would you expect to go into a time machine and go back and fix this navigational problem? Would you expect to make up ground in one day, all the four days that you have been driving in the wrong direction? Of course not. Why would you think that? That was silly, right? But why do you think you're gonna make up for years of bad eating, years of not working out, years of treating your body like crap in a couple days or a couple weeks? What makes you think that that's going to happen? I mean, that's just absurd, right? Like how, how on earth do you think a month of eating healthy and working out is going to account for five years of doing the opposite? It doesn't work that way. So stop expecting the scale to show you the number you want to see after such short periods of time. So one more point about the scale. It's not the, it's not the end all be all of tracking progress. I would suggest taking progress pictures, comparing them every four weeks. I, I'd suggest taking measurements. And then I would expect you to be tracking how clothes are fitting, how you feel in the morning, your strength in the gym, your overall energy, things that are much more important than the number on the scale. That is crucial so that you don't freak out over a silly number that can change on a dime. Now, I want to share with you another analogy in regards to motivation. And I want to keep something clear here for you because I learned this from another coach that I think that this is super valuable, but... I changed around the analogy a little bit here, but here, here's what I want you to understand. When we're trying to reach a fitness goal, we have to make daily deposits into that goal. And people understand, well, we, we can grasp the concept of money a little bit easier than we can grasp the concept of fat loss, okay? Because here's the thing, most people need to save more money, right? 
And if you're trying to retire, or if you're trying to save for like a big purchase or a house or investments and stuff like that, you know it takes time. It takes consistent saving to get to where you want to go. And you have to do it daily or weekly or monthly or whatever. And over time, that savings account grows, okay? So the same is true with fat loss. It's not, you know, let's say you started saving for a a house and a week into saving, you looked at your bank account and it had 20 bucks in there, right? You're like, dude, I want to buy this huge house and I got $20 in the bank account. But let's say that your strategy for saving was just doubling the amount you saved every week until you got to where you wanted to go, right? And, you know, you're looking at a couple days into it, you got 20 bucks. And if you're looking at that bank account every single day, you're going to start really getting pissed because you're like, dude, this is slow, right? This is very slow. And as my buddy Jordan Syatt talks about in an article I read, there's there's this mindset that we start getting into with fat loss where we expect the results to happen overnight. And we go, man, I'm, I'm busting my ass. I'm, I'm in the gym. Like, I'm tracking my carbs. I'm tracking my protein. I'm doing what I got to do, man. What the, what the heck is going on? I'm not seeing changes in my body as fast as I should be because I deserve it, right? I deserve it. I'm working so hard. And motivation starts to, to suffer because you're not looking at the big picture. You got to understand compound interest works with fat loss too. Because if you put in a day or a week, you're only going to get a day or a week's worth of results. But if you start to think bigger and go, okay, well, if I just, if I do these daily habits, if I do this daily routine and I stick with it for six months, wow, I'm going to look like a whole new person versus what most people do. And they think very short term, they think 21 days, they think 14 days, they think two months, they think, oh man, I got to get ripped in 30 days, right? We got to know, we should know better by now. All right. This silly, man. Like what, what is, what is even the purpose of a short term change, right? Because this is a long term philosophy that we need to adopt, that we need to take care of ourselves. This is a lifelong pursuit of health and happiness that we're gifting ourselves and the people that we care about by taking care of our health. If we eat like crap for 10 years, well, that's the 10 year investment in the wrong direction. Like I talked about with driving in one direction and trying to get back. If we're only going to save money for a month, well, we're only going to have a month's worth of savings. Same is true with fat loss. If we only give it 30 days, well, you should only expect to get 30 days worth of results. However, if you just commit to the long game, the same is true with savings. I remember I set up automated savings. This is a true story. Like a few years back, I, I set up automated savings. So I didn't have to think about it anymore, right? I didn't have to move money to one bank account. I didn't have to do that anymore. I just said, all right, every week it's taken out a certain amount putting it in a bank account that I don't see and I'm just going to let it, let it roll, baby. You know? And I remember I would look at the account a lot when I first started, right? And it would get kind of frustrating. Like, Oh my gosh, I only have a little bit in there. Well, I'll tell you what, for about 
10 month stretch, I literally forgot about it. I just didn't even, I had so much else going on, I didn't even look at it. And then one day, I go, oh man, and this is exactly what happened. I, 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 I got a new phone, it was time for an upgrade of my phone. And my phone company sent me a new phone and I remember I had to take my phone in, transfer all the apps that I had had in my old phone. And I remember for whatever reason, I was downloading applications on my new phone and that application that saves money for me popped up and I go, oh my gosh, I haven't even checked my account. And so I checked it and I was like, oh my gosh, I have a ton more money in here than I even thought. Like I I had no idea, right? Which was absurd. Um, And all of a sudden, like, I look around and I'm like, wow, I have like all this cash that I didn't even know existed because I just was doing the daily, weekly savings thing, right? I wasn't worried about the day-to-day anymore. I was just, I just let it go. I was following the routine I committed to and I just set it and forget it. And we got to do that with fat loss. We just have to commit to the process and go, you know what? I don't care about Anything else except doing the plan, putting in the work, doing what I got to do, and letting letting the good times roll, baby, right? Because that's, that's what we got to do. Yeah, is it going to be frustrating? Yes. Is it going to suck some days? Oh, yeah. Are you going to look back fondly over the process? Oh, yes. You will. Absolutely, you will. Because I want to end this podcast with... with some reality here. Fat loss takes time. All right. If it was an overnight thing, if changing our bodies, getting our health and fitness where we wanted it to be was a quick process, well, we'd all be ripped and and jacked and all sorts of stuff. Nobody would, nobody in their right mind doesn't want to be in shape, but it's difficult. So it's, it's a challenge that just most people these days are not willing to undertake. Most people aren't willing to do these things that I outlined so that they do feel more motivated, that they do get off their butt and go to the gym or they do get off their butt and work out in their basement or whatever, right? Or they do go to a grocery store and eat versus go into McDonald's. They, it's so much easier just to pick up Wendy's, call it a day, go watch Netflix, go to bed late, wake up late, skip the gym. It's so like that is easy. If you tell me, hey, dude, for the next month, I just want you to eat whatever you want, not work out. I mean, for me, that would be difficult because of the habits I have now, but it it wouldn't be that difficult once I got into it, right? I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. I could do that, right? But when you got got to actually put in effort and work, oh, man, it takes time and it sucks. It's not an overnight thing. I'll tell you right now, you can gain fat way faster and easier than lose it. And that's the reality of it. And so people put it off because it's, it's challenging and they're not willing to do the work. They're not willing to hack their brains to get more motivated. They're not willing to do it. And so I don't want to lie to you and say that getting in great shape is going to be easy. It's not. It's going to be challenging. But you're never going to regret it. What I will tell you, though, is that you will regret not doing it. That is a guarantee. I have yet to talk to anyone who's overweight who says, you know what, I really, I'm really happy that I'm fat. I'm really happy that I'm super overweight. I love it. Never. I've never 
ever talk to someone who truly believes that being overweight is a good thing. There's even the fat acceptance movement going on right now where people are like, yeah, just accept that you're fat and like nobody should ever give you a hard time and you should just love yourself. But the funny thing is those same people hire trainers, hire nutritionists to lose weight while preaching fat acceptance. I mean, how silly is that, right? Like if you're just going to be if you're going to be happy in your own skin and not care and just, you know, live life on your terms and be overweight and obese, why would you hire a trainer? Why would you hire a nutritionist? Just go all in on the fat stuff, right? Well, I'll tell you why, because they're not happy with that. They're not healthy. They can't move well. They can't breathe. They don't sleep well. They feel like crap. So they regret not doing the work. So anyway, I just want to wrap up today's podcast. Hope these tips on motivation helped. These are the best ones that I give my clients. I mean, there's more obviously that we can talk about, but these are the the keys to a, a strong foundation of motivation and making sure your mindset is where it needs to be. If you enjoyed the show, I really appreciate a review on iTunes. So head on over to iTunes or wherever you're listening to the show. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Let me know what you think of the show. Subscribe to the show. It helps get this show out there to more listeners. If you haven't grabbed our free Look Good Naked guide, be sure to do that now. Go over to lookgoodnaked.co and get a copy of our Look Good Naked blueprint. That is it for me. Until next time, talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to the True Transformation Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review and subscribe to the show. True Transformation.